Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. It is Thursday, May the 3rd, 2018. And what are the big headlines, Dev? Well, one of the stories that really got my attention yesterday, and it continues today, is this story out of Toronto with the car that was suspended from the bridge. And it was I figured it was just an accident, like a car had gone off the road and it got caught in some wires or something, but that's not the case. No, it was, it was funny to watch the progression yesterday internally, just talking to other global news people, because initially people thought it was like a crash or something had gone wrong. Then other news people were saying, no, it's a part of a movie shoot. Police got involved, said, no, it's not actually a movie shoot. And right now... Somebody hung a car off somebody, of this overpass. Pretty much. They think it's a prank. They haven't determined. They've opened a police investigation to look into it. But uh, if it is a prank, pretty well done. If it was high school kids who pulled this off, that car is not going to be the only thing that's suspended. <laughs> oh, look out. <laughs> it was neat, though. Did you guys watch the car fall? They they, they must have just got a big p- pair of bolt cutters or something. They cut it, and the car, they, they let it drop to the ground. Yeah, and it landed on its wheels. I think they can still drive it away, guys. <laughs> well, the interior was burnt out, wasn't the it? The interior was burnt out. The windows were gone, but... That even leads to more questions as just how you got it there and how no one noticed you pulling up a car because they had basically a pulley system, how you just hung it up there to begin with. You got to be pretty sneaky to get away with this one. I have a theory. You guys want to hear it? Yeah. Yes. I I think Carrie Underwood may be taking her game to uh, the next level. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She's scratching her keys into the side of her... Pretty little souped-up four-wheel drive. Exactly, <laughs> and then she carves her name into the leather seats. She got cheated on again, and now she's dangling the uh, the ex-boyfriend's car off of a bridge. Has anybody checked on Mike Fisher? <laughs> <laughs> well, did you guys see the Winnipeg Jets fans the other day were chanting at Mike Fisher, Mr. Underwood, as if that's like... An insult or a That's bad a compliment. thing? Like, <laughs> I'll take that. Absolutely. Well, the Australian Prime Minister's wife may have a chant uh, coming her way soon. Delicious! Delicious! <laughs> this is an amazing story. So the uh, French president, who was just in the United States recently for a, a bro-down with Donald Trump, has Getting now... dandruff wiped off his, his shoulders by the President of the United States. Multiple times him and uh, Trump uh, hold, held hands. It was a little... Huh. Little weird. He w- then went to Australia with uh, Malcolm Turnbull and made this really interesting comment to Turnbull's wife and Turnbull himself. I wanted to thank you for your welcome, thank you and your delicious wife for your warm welcome. It's the perfect organization of this trip. Thanks to you and Lucy. Thank you very much, thank Mr. You. Prime Minister. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> your delicious wife. I love it. <laughs> what do you think he was trying to say? I don't even know because hmm. delicious is delicious in English and French. <laughs> <laughs> delicious. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you and your delicious wife for your warm welcome. He was trying to pay a compliment. Yeah, I think he was trying to say like, uh, I love her as much as you guys love Vegemite down here or something. <laughs> he was trying to pander and it just didn't work. This is really a delightful. Story. Could have delightful. been delightful. delightful. Could be delightful. Could be delightful. Your delicious wife. I do love myself a good uh, lost in translation moment. Uh, my in-laws, Igor and Olga, my wife's parents, they're from Ukraine. They have a hard time with uh, kitchen and chicken. 
Those are two words they always confuse. So they'll say like, uh, uh, get me a drink out of the chicken? Right. <laughs> you go, no thanks. <laughs> well, you mentioned Trump and how he was wiping the dandruff off of uh, Marcon uh, last week. Donald Trump in the news today. Uh, he's now saying he knows Stormy Daniels. That money that was paid for that non-disclosure agreement, it came from him. Just a complete 180 on his uh, former story. This goes against what Trump has said in the past that A, he didn't know about the payment, B, he didn't know how Cohen got the money, and C, that he and Daniels have not had an affair. This is the Tasho Podcast. So Kanye West really has doubled down on this whole I like Donald Trump thing, hasn't he, this week? Yeah, really. Saying uh, in an interview that slavery was a choice. A comment that has gotten him a lot of uh, negative feedback from many. Here is Will I Am from the Black Eyed Peas talking about uh, the comments that Kanye made. That broke my heart because I thought about my grandma who was born in 1920 and her connection with her mom who raised her who was born in the late 1800s and my grandmother's grandma who was a slave. And when you're a slave, you're owned. You don't choose if you're owned. When you're a slave, you're deprived of education. That's not choice, that's by force. So I understand the need to have free thought, but if your thoughts aren't researched, that is just going to hurt those that are still in conditions where it's not choice that when they go down the street, there's a liquor store and fast food restaurants and your education is not being funded the same way it is in Calabasas. So that statement was one of the most ignorant statements that anybody that came from the hood could ever say about their ancestors, that slavery is a choice. What are you talking about? That's not Kanye. To me, that's a, that's a different person that's saying that. And I hope it's not to raise awareness so you could sell a record and some, sh- some shoes. Does Kanye have a new record coming out? So they say, yeah, it's been a while, and I, th- I think he has something in the works, and so the, this conspiracy is that this is all just to hype up his new album, which they say all press is good press, but... He's pushing it. Yeah. The most optimistic comment you could probably have for what Kanye has said about slavery is that just because someone buys you as a person doesn't mean you have to take it. I'm not saying I agree with that. I think try, I'm trying to get in Kanye's head and Kanye is a person who is obviously goes by his own drum. He, he doesn't take anyone's uh, directions. And so he, I think is looking at it from where he is now as a person and says, no one tells me what to do. No one owns me. Okay, Yeah. But back then is you, you say, no, you're dead yes. or worse. Or worse, and still today, we just had a couple weeks ago, you can be arrested in Philadelphia in a Starbucks just for doing nothing. Because you're black. Because you're black. So I'm trying to get into Kanye's head in terms of where he was trying to go with this, but that's the most optimistic thing I can possibly say 
for Kanye because it does not make any sense. It just comes across as completely ignorant. If this is a, a, a form of hype, if he's hoping to get attention for his new album or to sell uh, products that he endorses, it could be backfiring already. There's a petition asking Adidas to drop his sneaker line. It says, quote, Kanye West has the right to free speech. He has the right to spout lies and misinformation and misplaced opinions. But as consumers, we have the right to fight back against this type of dangerous propaganda. And many people saying that Kanye's comments have emboldened uh, white power organizations in the States who are now using uh, what he said to uh, go out there and recruit new members, to uh, you know, say we were right this whole time. Look, Kanye's even on our side. I'm sure Donald Trump is loving that Kanye West has his back. He, I think he is. Well, he tweeted multiple times at Kanye. Although I have seen some conservative commentators who have said they also think this might be something just him trying to sell some albums. So even people. Uh, in more conservative circles are, are skeptical are, about his are motives. a bit leery about everything Kanye said. When he was running, it's like I felt something. It's like the fact that he won, it's like it proved something. It proved that anything is possible, that Donald Trump could be president of America. What do Kanye and Donald Trump have in common? I think I figured it out with with this statement Kanye made in a radio interview earlier in the week. So Obama... It's like, yay, it's like, my favorite artist, I want your support, I'm running for office. I'm like, oh, this is dope. You know, we're going to get a black president. This dude's Matt Cool, he's from Chicago. Then, when I went on stage, and it would have been good if this video didn't get out, but you saw the video. We called you a jackass. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he never called me to apologize. Just the, the same person that sat down with me and my mom I think should have communicated to me directly. I'm your favorite artist. You play Touch the Sky at your inauguration. And now all of a sudden, Kendrick and Jay and all these, all the people you invite to the White House, like now, these your favorite rappers now. And I, I ain't got no problem with these rappers, but you know I'm your favorite. But I'm not safe. But that's why you love me. So just tell me you love me. That's all, and tell the world you love me. <laughs> Don't tell the world I'm a jackass. I'm fighting hard enough. So Kanye wants Obama's approval. Donald Trump wants everyone's approval. Two guys that go around saying how great they are, but they just crave to hear it from everyone else. I, I think the, the comparison between Kanye and Trump is pretty fitting in terms of them both having high opinions of themselves living a bit in their own kind of reality because Trump lives in a completely different reality than the rest of the world. And Kanye seems to do the same. But that's why you love me. So just tell me you love me. The Tash Show Podcast. Yeah, Stephanie LaBay, goaltender for the Olympic uh, women's soccer team. She has been playing some preseason games with a men's soccer team out in Calgary in the Premier Development League and has made an attempt to try and play in the league and just heard uh, recently this week that she will not be allowed to play because of her gender. They have rules, and it's say it's only men. I guess it's weird that you even have the rule, I guess. It's not the first time... This something like this has come forward. Manal Rial. But the the solution to whenever these cases arise, I think, is just pretty simple. Let them like if you if you have a star athlete who wants to play in a league, let them try out, and if they're good enough, great. 
If not, you gave him a shot, and you can't blame him for saying, sorry, you can't play. Because we've seen women play in men's hockey professional leagues, and that's like a body-checking sport. When soccer, there's still physical contact. But You know what the argument's going to be on the flip side. Well, I'm a man. Let me play in the women's league. I'm good enough to play in the women's league. Why don't you let me play in the women's league? Huh. I can't compete against all those other guys, but I bet I do pretty good in the men's hockey league or in the women's hockey league. Why can't I play in it? That's a that's a, actually a good counter argument because what is the difference? If we're going to break down all gender walls, then it should go both ways. The issue is... I'm not saying that's how I yeah. feel, but you know that's going to be the argument that the other side brings up. Physically, men are just stronger, faster, bigger. Of course, better. yeah. So if you're saying like, I, I don't know... The the type of male athlete who is going to say he desperately needs to play in the women's I, I just, like the kind of male athlete that wants to prove a point yeah, that's who's yeah. going to say it he doesn't really want to play in the league he's doing it to be devil's advocate if the guy if the guy's going to do it he's obviously a douchebag but I don't know what the counter argument to stop it would be if women are allowed to play in the men's league why aren't men allowed to play in the women's league that's going to be the question that arises I get but. There's like how many men's leagues as opposed to how many women's leagues? There's like two women's leagues and men's leagues everywhere. Like she wants to play in this league to to prove herself. Men have all these different opportunities to prove themselves in all different leagues against equivalent talent. The internet these days, you can see exactly where this discussion's going to go. Mm-hmm. What about people who were born a woman and they're now men? Are they allowed to play in the league, but a woman who was born a woman and is still a woman, she's not allowed to play in the men's league? That is a confusing topic. It's happening in the wrestling world, too, and it's it's all just really confusing. Olympic sports. It's mm. happening in every sport. If a woman was born a man and becomes a woman, is she competing against other men or other women? I'm so confused. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how you had I think what they traditionally do in those cases is... it's There's no easy answer is no. what I'm saying. Like I, You can sit here and say, yes, she should be allowed to play, but it's really opening a, a discussion and a door that is not... There's no easy answer here. Yeah. I guess the simplest answer. If she's good enough, she can play. Hello? Hi. Hi. The reason there are women's leagues is because there were only ever men's leagues in the first place. Yeah, I don't see women having problems with letting a man play on their team. You don't think yeah, if a right. man showed up to uh, registration in a women's hockey league that he wouldn't be told no? No, because we are more accepting of that. That's just that's just not going to happen. Because what happens if the guy makes the team? That's one less woman who has a chance to play on that team. Then that you don't think matter. women would be upset about that? Good enough. If she's not good enough, she's not good enough. Like. I'm I'm a woman. Okay, but she would have been good enough if that man didn't show up for tryouts. I think who's to say that? Maybe he is. Well, in this scenario, let's say he makes the team and the woman doesn't. I think I think women would be less accepting of it simply because they're the women who are trying to get into the men's leagues are doing it to prove themselves. The man going into the women's league is doing it just to stir up trouble. Okay, that is true. That is true. But what if it's not? I mean, you're right. People's league. Like, there, there's a difference in the in the size and stature in a lot of cases in men and women. But if she wants to try and wants to be part of it and can prove herself, why not? I'm it's all for it. Any situation. If you, have, if you have elevated your game above the level that is dictated by your gender, then you should be allowed to go and, and play at whatever level that you're capable 
I mean, I look at it this way. You had tiny hockey players on the London Knights. Um, tiny little guys that have done so little well. Cutie, little cutie, little itsy-bitsy cuties. You know, and it's, what's his name? The guy that's on... Uh, Mitch Marner? Toronto Maple Leafs right now. Marner. No, Toronto Maple Leafs, little guy. They used to play with the London Knights. Mitch Marner is his Marner. name. His name's Mitch name. Marner, yes. No. That's it's not Mitch Marner. Media, I, it's I'm pretty okay. sure his name's Mitch Marner. Little guy, like really good at hockey, plays for the Can't Toronto Maple Leafs? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Anyways, it was a situation where he was a lot smaller back then, and he took on some of the biggest guys on ice, but he was fast. What if it's not a situation where they could do the same thing? Yeah. Right. Uh, so maybe in 150 thought. years, we'll have the People's <laughs> League, and it won't be divided into men and women. But as of right now, uh, it's a pretty interesting conversation. Thanks for the call. Absolutely. Take care. The Taz Show Podcast. This is some very important news here. The Allen Turing Institute in London, England, has analyzed data trends on Urban Dictionary, and they've found strong evidence that two slang terms are no longer cool. Uh-oh. Are you ready? Okay. Stop saying on fleek. What? And selfie is also over. Huh. Now, I didn't even have a chance to embrace on fleek. <laughs> I couldn't use it in a sentence. What What does on fleek mean? Um, well, according to Urban Dictionary, a state of completeness and flawlessness, the quality of being perfect, or the combination of fly and sleek. Aha. Synonymous. Fleek. Yeah, synonymous with on point. So a lot of the times it was like your eyebrows are on fleek. You know, if they're looking good. I've heard good. that. I've, yeah. What does that mean? Like, it means like if perfect. your eyebrows are perfectly trimmed and looking good or whatever, then they're on fleek, meaning they can't get any better. How are my eyebrows today? Ah! What two words would you combine to describe my my eyebrows? Uh, uh, thug. Thugly. <laughs> Thin and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least they're thin. <laughs> and selfie. Like, what are we going to call a picture? If, if it's no longer cool to say selfie, what are you going to call a picture that you take by yourself? Yeah, because the word kind of irritates me, but it does serve a purpose. You, you know? know you know what people are saying? Hey, I took a selfie. Mm-hmm. Okay, I understand what that means. Yeah. I took a picture of myself while holding the phone. <laughs> it's too long. Yeah, yeah. I took a Oni. I don't know. A onesie. <laughs> On fleek and selfie. Apparently no longer cool. I blame uh, parents. Probably started using them. Yeah. Anytime the parents start saying saying things, then it's the kids are like, oh, well, we got to find something new. Same reason my Facebook's going downhill, because parents joined. Parents, you ruin everything. Selfie is over. It was fun while it lasted, though, wasn't it, Jim? Certainly. Remember this little Taz show blast from the past? <laughs> You'll see a notification on your Facebook page. It's probably just me with a... Angles down to a science. 